This is Friday, August 26th. What do you do when God doesn't answer your prayers? Or when you feel God is saying no? Much of our time in prayer feels like an exercise in convincing God that what we want is what He should want. And wanting what we want, He should give us to give it to us. Now, I know it may sound a bit crass, but sometimes we look at God like a giant vending machine in the sky. We worship and serve God, we pray and ask for what we want, and God's job is to always say yes. Maybe you remember that hilarious scene from the movie Bruce Almighty. Jim Carrey is given the place of God for a season to see what it's like. And of course, he wants to say yes to every prayer So everyone who bought a lottery ticket and prays, well, (laughs) they do win. In the movie, It's a Hoot, Jim learns that wisdom sometimes means saying no. Here's our scripture taken today from a time when God says no to one of his servants. This is 2 Corinthians 12, verse 7 to 10. Therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now, there's been so much debate and discussion about this verse, this text. Here we have the Apostle Paul, someone that's living his life on God's mission, sacrificially and faithfully, Yet he comes before God in earnest prayer. Yet God sees fit to decline Paul's request. We don't know what this thorn in the flesh is. Some have said that it is his illness. He's nearly blind and has had malaria and also a recurring skin condition that's been an immense bother to him. It could be any one of those things or it could be something else. And you should know that Paul really is a man of prayer. He keeps vigil in prayer for all the churches and those that have come to faith through his ministry. It's true, at one time he was a violent man, but later he tells God that he would be willing to be accursed if his fellow Jews could be saved. He's an amazing man of God, and surely God would answer his prayer. And add to that, he prayed continually for this need. It was a cause of pain and distress for him. Surely God would remove his thorn. But no, there is no evidence that God ever did so. So what does Paul do? He uses this moment and all the unanswered prayers to learn more about the sustaining power of God's grace in Jesus. In other words, while God does not answer the prayer he prays, God answers an even deeper prayer that lies at the heart of Paul's life. He wants to know Christ and to know the power of the resurrection. And the end result is something Paul never counted on. 
Paul ends up with a deeper confidence in Jesus and God's love for him. He knows the power of God is at work in him, in his weakness. Maybe you've heard about the prayer that came from an unknown Civil War soldier. He said this about it. I asked God for strength that I might achieve. I was made weak that I might learn humbly how to obey. I asked God for health that I might do greater things. I was given infirmity that I might do better things. I asked God for riches that I might be happy. I was given poverty that I might be wise. I asked God for power that I might have the praise of men. I was given weakness that I might feel the need of God. I asked for all things that I might enjoy life. I was given life that I might enjoy all things. I got nothing that I asked for, but everything I had hoped for. Almost despite myself, my unspoken prayers were answered. I, among all men, am most richly blessed. I think this is what Paul is saying. His prayer wasn't answered as he thought, but it was answered by our loving God nonetheless. And I sometimes wonder, might this also be true of our prayers as well? But perhaps we're blinded by our disappointment. Sometimes we're trapped in our pain and our loss, and, and we just cannot see it. But his grace is sufficient, and his power is made evident in our weakness. Would you pray together with me? Faithful and loving God, we trust you in your ways, even when the way is dark, even when we don't understand. We see Jesus and we know your way toward us remains faithful and true. Enable us to rest in your mighty arms. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.